0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to Project Relationship U. My name is Adina Barlow, and I'm a life coach who teaches you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so you can have a wonderful relationship with everybody else. In this episode, I'm going to teach you how to give yourself emergency (laughs) self-empathy. So first of all, this is needed when you've been in communication with somebody or something happens. and you feel sudden, real big painful emotions. So this might be like anger just surges up through you or rage or maybe disappointment or or maybe grief or frustration. And, and you don't want to just take it out on the other person, but you need to do something about it and if you just ignore it, you know it's gonna get worse um, or else it'll come out in in sideways, like in uh, resentment later or passive aggression or um, disconnection for sure. So these, as a reminder, all of your emotions are simply an indicator. They're information pointing you to a need or a set of needs that is being met or not met. All your painful emotions, that's the one we typically label as negative, but, but they're actually very useful and positive, but they're painful. They're useful because they point to needs that are not being met. And then all your pleasurable emotions, the ones we typically associate with positive emotions, those are pointing you, they're indicating needs that are being met. So, when big painful emotions erupt, what we need is emergency self-empathy or emergency empathy from somebody who understands how to empathize. Now, empathy is simply recognizing, identifying, and acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling. That's it. It's not about solving problems. It's not even about identifying the needs yet. It's first and foremost, identifying and acknowledging the feelings. So let's say, for example, you, well, for me, when somebody says they're going to show up and they don't, that's like my biggest trigger. It triggers abandonment issues and I immediately feel um, disconnected and disappointed, like big time disappointment. And then if I let that go, I'll typically withdraw and give them the cold shoulder and all that stuff. So instead, if when that happens, I can, I can give myself emergency self-empathy, it, it helps for me to communicate with that person the way I actually want to which is with firmness and kindness, letting them know what my needs are. So the emergency self-empathy looks like this. I am feeling X or X, Y, and Z. So there's the feelings charts. Um, In nonviolent communication, they have a comprehensive chart of feelings. And those feelings are separated into two categories feelings when your needs are being met, aka pleasurable feelings, pleasurable emotions, and feelings when your needs are not being met, aka painful emotions. So I go through that list of painful emotions and I just look, which ones resonate with me the most right now? Oh, right now I'm feeling heartbroken. I'm feeling lonely. Um, I'm feeling annoyed. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling angry or enraged. And, And then I can tell myself like, yeah, okay. Yeah, of course I'm feeling those feelings. That's okay. And then I can look for the needs. So I can use that needs inventory or that needs list from nonviolent communication and say, Okay, what needs are not being met? Oh, I have a need for stability and security. I have a need for predictability. And and when this person didn't show up for me, my need for predictability was not met. My need for safety was not met. All right, yeah, of course. So, so when I can recognize my feelings and needs and and give myself compassion and understanding for those, then I can go to the person and say, hey, so-and-so, when you said you'd be here at this time and you weren't, I felt really frustrated and and I felt grief and anger because my need for, um, for security and reliability wasn't met so in the future would you be willing to be on time or tell me in advance that you won't be there so that so that i can um, i can rely on you and and my need for for security and um, predictability is met so that's I mean, how you go about communicating that with the other person also depends on how they respond, right? If they're, if when you share with them your feelings and needs and they respond with rejection or or they're defending themselves, what that means is then they have feelings and needs that aren't being met and they need you to understand where they're coming from before you both can solve the problem together, and that's what the request is about. When in that example, when I made the request that they show up, or that they show up on time, or um, communicate with me beforehand, that was me trying to solve the problem to get my needs met. But if the other person isn't hasn't yet been heard for like their feelings and needs, they won't be available to solve that problem with me and so um, so, when that comes up, then you can ask okay what are what are you feeling?" and hear their feelings, all right, what are you needing, and hear their needings what they're needing, and then together, you both can try to solve the problem that is meet both of the needs or the set of needs that you both have, but without without you being able to identify your feelings and your needs and have compassion for yourself, you're you're likely gonna just blame the other person. You're gonna believe that they don't care about you, that you're alone, that you're unworthy of love or all the other shitty stories that go on in your head that keep you from communicating and connecting with your person. So the self-empathy creates that understanding and softens your uh, your approach so that you can stay connected enough with the other person to solve problems together. And that's the thing, the biggest thing uh, one of my coaches taught me was if I see the other person as the problem or myself as the problem, and if they see me or themselves as the problem, we actually can't solve the problem because we haven't actually identified it. We're distracted by blame or shame. And so when we can remember like, okay, we're not the problem, but there is a problem here, then we can solve it together as a team, which actually creates more connection. And that's what we want anyway in a loving relationship. Or even a respectful relationship. So try that out. Use the feelings and needs charts. I'll put them in the links for this podcast but you can also find them at cnvc.org forward slash training forward slash resources forward slash needs dash inventory and for the feelings it will be um, forward slash feelings dash inventory. So great job doing the work that you do. You know, we've been trained for thousands of years to think in in a power over model, in a right and wrong, good and bad model, which totally ignores our feelings and needs and negates them or dismisses them. And we're doing the hard work of retraining ourselves to think in, in a different model that is of feelings, needs, and effectiveness. What is effective? And this is a power with model, not a power over or under. It's power together. It's cooperation and mutual understanding. It's, it's a way of seeing our mutual humanity, our shared humanity. So the work that you're doing to learn this and practice it and make it your mental model, that's amazing. It's it's what we desperately need in our world and I see you. I see that you're doing it and I really appreciate it. Thank you. If you would like my support in continuing the work or um, or would like to get a little bit more clarity on what's going on for you, go over to adinabarlow.com. You can schedule a um, consultation with me and we can just sort out what's going on. Thank you very much.